It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pull List. If you're new here, my name is Lex. My name is Simon. And we will be your host this evening or morning or afternoon, whenever you listen to this episode. Uh, welcome to the show. What's up, Sam? What's up, man? Nothing. I'm just watching my cat freak out over here. We're recording a day late because yesterday I was cutting our grass. I cut our front yard and backyard. And whenever the seasons change, the trees, we have a lot of cedar trees in our area. And uh, they're just, I don't know, it's just going crazy. And so I had like a allergy attack yesterday, man. And it mm. just, whew, it uh, killed I me. You. I had like I a cluster you. headache. It felt like <laughs> I got hit in the forehead with a sledgehammer. And that's what it was. It was like I couldn't get rid of it. I don't know what it was do you drink coffee are you a coffee drinker no i was just wondering uh i'd never know which one i'm like addicted to coffee i'm really bad about it my wife is no i don't drink coffee that often if i do it's like random i've been getting a lot of headaches from drinking too much coffee like i put i'll I'll make like six cup of coffee but i'll put like eight scoops in there so it's strong as fuck like you have to chew it yeah 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 (laughs) and uh i've been getting headaches because of that yeah, I, uh, it was insane. It really felt like I got kicked to the forehead. Like, Madison always tries to get me to wear this mask when I'm outside. I'm like, I'm not going to look like an idiot out there cutting grass with a mask on. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. But, man. And then I called my mom. I was like, hey, what should I take? Should I take some allergy medicine? It's going to put me out. She's like, I don't know. You should probably go get a COVID test. I'm like, what the fuck, man? But even though everybody in my house, like, the kids had a, well, my daughter had a cold last week. So she had to get a test that we just all got them because we a family we were, trip. Yeah. And Madison, she called that. She had to call into her job, which sucks. She had called to her job last week and they wouldn't let her come back to work without two negative tests, which yeah. sucks. And they're like, yeah, sorry, because she's, it's a new job. So they're like, yeah, we don't know if you could use your PTO either. So it's like, you can't come to work for, you know, two weeks. Or you have to get these two tests back to back, which you can't. We can't provide you with a test, <laughs> or you know you won't be able to pay any of your bills ever. So figure right, it that, out. Yeah, well, that, so that sounds like a bunch of bullshit because, like, <laughs> yeah, there's a. I think there's a whole like, not law, but you're supposed to be able to get a test, and yeah. and that time is supposed to be paid for. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. How it is well, so she got a test uh, she took her test her first test last weekend we all did it saturday well the kids did it friday we did it saturday and uh, came back negative but she had to take another one and our pharmacy wouldn't uh, wouldn't let us do it back to back for some reason <laughs> i don't know do it like walk in the parking lot and come back in so then her, her uh her job finally sent her one but at this point the tests take two to three days two to four days to come back in so it's like i've been out of work for 10 days already <laughs> so it's like a few more days than i would have been and so but luckily she got paid for it and and she's at work from home these past few days she goes back to work tomorrow i think oh yeah yeah so we've been dealing with uh fighting you know what even though we don't have you know what so but that which will not be named yeah these go on youtube and i think they flag your videos if oh you yeah talk about it the worst thing about prison is the dementors <laughs> and what sucks is the kids uh they couldn't go back to school unless they had the test and then it was like it was a pain in the ass to get them back into school and another thing that sucked about it i, I hate to go on this tirade on this episode but <laughs> like it it was like so the kids the, my daughter obviously had like the flu or strep throat or something mm-hmm. they the doctors were just like okay well we tested her for covid she doesn't have covid uh everything else is fine it's like yeah she doesn't have that but she is still <laughs> a sick child yeah <laughs> like, she's here we're here because she's sick not yeah, just because it's like who cares about that we she's like miserable <laughs> and the same thing with my wife she was sick like she was actually sick and they were like, well, we'll test you for COVID, but that's about all we could do. We're like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. So yeah, we've been wrestling that. Uh, yesterday we were supposed to record, but I got kicked in the head, American History X style. So <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't, I, did, I couldn't do it. It would have been like a, my screen would have been blank. It would have been a lot of like, oh yeah, I really <laughs> like this episode because uh... I, I feel like I was in this comic right now. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, what's going on with you, man? Nothing. 
<laughs> nothing yeah just <laughs> taking photos uh today nicole let me open some birthday presents oh, oh my yeah. birthday is on friday she got me mario 3d all-stars Ooh. uh uh t-shirt from hot ones because that's what we really like that show hey me too that's a good show uh and then she got me this kind of rare at this point uh set of lego ideas uh from the adventure time so it's the oh, adventure time yeah. lego idea set which is cool that is awesome I built it that. Is just... your, it's your birthday this week. Yeah, it's Friday. You're old, dude. Hey, everybody <laughs> listening, it's my birthday this week. So if you want to DM us and you can send me an action figure, <laughs> I'll give you my address. Yeah. So I'm coming to town this weekend. So hopefully we can um, take some pictures of us doing stuff, candid photos. Yeah. Of us actually know. interacting with each other besides on the internet <laughs> photoshopped <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right that's enough about me inside you guys don't care about that we will start with some trending topics i try to keep this list short like i it was really long i just i was putting everything on here and i was like we don't even really care about half this stuff so i'm only gonna put the things that interest me really mm. and maybe a few other things <laughs> so starting that off is the boys we don't have to go into depth about the boys because I figured we'd do like that uh, roundtable discussion on YouTube that we talked about. I'd really talk about the boys with some other people that watched it. But boys. did you finish it? I did. I finished it. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I did. I thought it was uh, nicely contained, which Me is too. nice. It's nice to see that, especially in times like this when you never know when the next season's going to come out because we might all be dead. So. Well, yeah, and we were both skeptical about it because before season two even uh dropped they had announced season three so anytime they kind of sell another season before we see it it's just kind of like ah sounds like it's gonna be a big cliffhanger right yeah it definitely wasn't like the uh um doom patrol that (sighs) yeah that second season you ever finished that did you watch Uh, i haven't yeah i I have two episodes left that was spoiler alert it's a cliffhanger um but yeah I, i i enjoyed it I thought it was good. Yeah. And throughout the season, I was like, there's no way there's only, you know, two more episodes left and they're going to wrap this show. And even on the second to last episode, I was like, there's no way they're going to wrap this show with one more episode. There's there's no way. It would be yeah. impossible. And But sure enough, they did. It was fast. The last episode was fast. And a lot of stuff happened, but it's pretty self-contained. Had a slight, not cliffhanger, but slight kind of like a teaser for the next season. Not even a teaser, just kind of left the door open a little bit. Yeah. So it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Again, we'll talk about more more about that in a few weeks. On to some Spider-Man 3 news. Just, this movie is going to be terrible. Uh, <laughs> Benedict Cumberpatch, who, as some people may know him as Doctor Strange in the Marvel movies. Are you Cumberbitches. He, he has been... Uh, it's announced that he's going to be in Spider-Man 3, which I think is weird. Yeah. Uh, I really don't know. I mean, obviously, it's going to have something to do with the multiverse. Um, I wish that they would, and not saying that they're not going to deal with the the ending. You know, Spider-Man Far From Home, it was a big deal. The ending, his, his identity was announced. You know, he was on the run. But now it seems like they're going to go too big in the third movie. I wish they would just kind of, like, close off his story. Like, let his trilogy be that. And then, I don't know. I just feel no, like it's I, a lot. What what it seems like they're doing, it, it seems like a lot. Well, I, I agree. And I think what my problem is with it, I don't mind. He's already been to space. You know, he was involved <laughs> in, in Infinite, Infinity War and Endgame, which Spider-Man 2 then seemed to like small fries, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Well, see, I like that about Spider-Man 2 because it kind of like brought him back. Yeah. Well, this one, so Spider-Man's been through a lot of stuff, but I think... I have a problem with it getting too big because even in Spider-Man two after infinity war and Endgame, he still doesn't really know what he's doing. He's still yeah. not the experienced Spider-Man. That's a big problem <laughs> that I have with it too. Um, and I still like those movies. Like I honestly, when I like even thinking about our trip to, you know, town this weekend, I was like, Oh, I kind of, you know, I want to watch it again. <laughs> like yeah. loaded up on my iPad so we can watch it in a hotel or something. But, um, well, I just have a problem, not even really a problem, because mm-hmm. I like the I like both of the movies too. You know, some people don't like Far From Home. But I enjoyed it, um, but it's the thing about 
it seems like Doctor Strange, some people say that he's going to be Peter Parker's mentor in this one. Mm. And it's like, and, you know, the second one he had fake Nick Fury and Happy Hogan as his mentor type things and that. And then he had obviously Tony Stark in the first one. But I feel like, if, why does he need a mentor? Like you said, he's been, he's fought aliens in outer space. He's Maybe. saved the world. Like he doesn't need. Maybe it's about him not needing a mentor. Like he grows out of it. But I feel like I, that's what that's what Spider-Man Far From Home was. Like he didn't need he didn't really need the Edith thing. Like he thought he did. I kind of feel like the Doctor Strange is there. He's gonna ask him to do some magic so he can get his secret identity back yeah. or something. But you, but I mean, I think with WandaVision and uh, Doctor Strange Two Multiverse of Madness, I feel like those all these things coming out together or in, in, around the same time ish, they have to be related. Mm-hmm. I just think oh, it'd yeah. be weird for it not to be and especially with this next kind of teaser not even teaser it's like a rumor uh on fandom wire they reported that a source close to production has confirmed that toby mcguire and andrew garfield have signed on to reprise their spider-man roles mm-hmm. so that's obviously multiverse because it would be stupid to have three spider-man and that just seems like a lot to me man because you know last week we talked about uh jamie fox electro coming back it just this just seems like a lot to me this seems like it's gonna it's a big movie i wonder what they would do so what if there was some kind of dimension hopping sinister six so you have uh like scorpion and vulture from the you know far from home yeah. and and uh homecoming and then like somebody from toby mcguire's like i think we were talking about that the other yeah, day like you said our, something about Sandman. our live show yeah we talked about that on our live show sunday um and then somebody from rhino from amazing spider-man yeah rhino and and i guess uh electro electro yeah you could do dr octopus you could do sandman you know and if you're i mean your next piece right here your next bit of news i mean that could be another villain yeah so um even before this so we're going to talk about all this Jacob Badalon, the guy that played Ned, his best friend in uh, Spider-Man 1 and 2, he lost like a crazy amount of weight. I mean, the dude lost like, had to be 100 pounds, super skinny, which mm-hmm. leads me to believe, because his character is Ned Leeds, and in the comic book, Ned Leeds is the Hobgoblin. Hobby, Hobgoblin. So, and I love the Hobgoblin, and I think voiced I love... By, uh, voiced by Luke Skywalker in the yes. old series. <laughs> I think Mark I love Hamill. Hobgoblin because of the... Uh, he was such a prominent character in the nineties animated series, Spider-Man. Yeah. I think it would be really cool if this guy ended up somehow being Hobgoblin or there was an alternate universe version of his best friend. With as the goatee. Hob- yeah. As Hobgoblin. I think it'd be cool. Um, yeah. Not to mention, it, I think it's weird that Morbius was announced to not be connected to the MCU, but in the trailer, they had the MCU Vulture in there. So I feel like all that stuff kind of happened for a reason. Not that yeah. Morbius is a bad guy. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, that was weird, especially since Vulture, you know, was in the trailer too and yeah. in the poster. So I don't know. Another thing tied to this movie is Jimmy Kimball. Jimmy Kimball just tweeted out, I think yesterday, that he he was like i'm happy to announce that i've been tapped to play craven the hunter in spider-man 3 which right. is obviously not going to happen because he's there's nothing action or you know anything about jimmy kimmel but they always do their spider-man announcements on his show right. that's what they they always do the uh, tom holland always comes out there and pretends to spoil something and it's like this big thing they always do so some people are thinking that there's going to be a spider-man 3 announcement coming up pretty soon and maybe craven the hunter it's gonna be it i just don't understand how you could introduce i don't think you could introduce an all-new character right now it would be funny if craven the hunter in this universe much like the mandarin well i mean they hinted that mandarin wasn't really mandarin but much like he was like this goofy dude if craven the hunter was like this really bad hunter in this in this universe or maybe he's craven the hunter and instead of like him actually hunting Spider-Man, he's the one that puts all these characters together. Yeah. As like a, you know, kind of like a broker of the deal or whatever. I'd watch that. I'm gonna, I mean, watch I'm gonna watch it no matter what. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. And I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I would be I think it would be 
a huge movie moment to see to- Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland, and Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man on the same screen. It could not make sense that it would still be cool. You know yeah, I mean? like even if it is bad, nostalgia is a hell of a drug, man. Yeah. So even if it's bad, like I, I like the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I do. Uh, I have my complaints about them and the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah, but I like them. Yeah, they're know. still Spider-Man. You know? So uh, I'm excited to see whatever comes from this. Cr- I just feel like they're just announcing random stuff every week for this movie. Uh, you know, and it could be uh, like a lark. Like I said, maybe yeah. it's just like whatever. Yeah, and none of these things be happening. That'd be cool too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So speaking of Spider-Man, there's been lots of uh, Miles Morales game Miles Morales gameplay footage uh, on the internet, thanks to it's the Game Informer. He's on the cover of the newest Game Informer, and so they've been having a whole bunch of stuff featured from him. It looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm, I'm excited. really excited about it. Sorry, I keep hearing the cat skittering around. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited, but I haven't been watching too much. Like I saw that they had like, look at the first boss fight. It's like, no, I'll yeah. play it. It was between him know. and Rhino. It looked, it was, it's cool because his interaction with Spider-Man in the first Spider-Man game was between Rhino when he was hiding from him. Mm-hmm. So that's cool um yeah they put a lot of the suits that i've seen so far is from a, a cool cover where he has like a daft punk kind of mask it was from a uh 2020 variant cover which looks really cool then they, oh, did, a, cool. they did a version of the spider-verse suit with it like hoodie and stuff so that's cool, cool. i'm excited for it. it looks great uh i know it's going to be smaller than i want it to be so i'm not even i don't even have my yeah i'm not even giving my hopes up about it being like a full big ass spider like spider-man uh, ps4 was so i'm excited i can't wait to play the hell out of it i mean you never know it's like so you know they from the time that they developed i know it's going to be more of like an add-on thing but from the time they developed major uh uh ocarina of time yeah. to the to the and released it to the time that they made majora's mask was one year and that's why they reused a lot of the same assets. And so my thought is if they're reusing assets from Spider-Man other than like scans and a few boss fights and stuff like that, like, I mean, everything is there. They don't have to rebuild anything. Yeah, the world is there or the sandbox yeah. that they use is there pretty much. So, I mean, maybe it'll be a little bigger than we think. I, yeah. I hope so. I hope uh, so. I'm just, that's why I'm setting my, my expectations low so that I can be impressed rather than setting them super high and being disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh yeah okay we're excited about that next up on the list we have the invincible trailer came out last week and whew, man it was yeah. beautiful yeah it's cool i'm excited about it i was uh skeptical about the animation before just from the stills that we've seen yeah so i didn't know how it's going to be but man it was it was very fluid it looked good uh the voice acting is just amazing from what we got so far uh what they announced in the panel battle beast will be in this season so i'm excited man <laughs> it, it looks so good if you if you ever listen to a podcast you know that uh i'm pretty fond of that book he doesn't like it at all no they pay him to say that <laughs> you know the freaking books have spiked it uh, there's only a few issues later on in the series like some of the ending issues that i don't have but the books have been spiking up already for price it's freaking insane yeah i almost um I was thinking about signing up for Comixology Unlimited, and I saw that they have a lot of that, uh, a lot of Invincible in their backlog, but they it like stops at a certain yeah. point. It's kind yeah. of, oh, well. I thought they held the whole thing. I I guess not. That sucks. That's all. <laughs> if you have Amazon Prime, I think you get Comixology Unlimited for so, a certain amount of months or something like that. Yeah, and that I I haven't looked at it that much. I know that. So I'm like a child under my dad's. That's account. right. We talked about that. Yeah, that's right. So I don't know. Uh, there's certain things that they kind of cut off but yeah uh okay so invisible trailer looks amazing did you i mean you liked it i did i i'll be i'll i'll be the womp womp in the room i am kind of tired of seeing that animation style like that yeah. drawing style because that uh, to me it looks it's like western anime i don't yeah, know yeah. i do kind like of. it but yeah. it's kind of lost its luster i think um but i i still think it looks great i love how uh vibrant and colorful it I'm is. I'm glad that they kept that because that's a big part of the book. Yeah, and then the uh, when you see, uh, I can't remember her name, but the the is that Battle Beast? Is that who it is? The girl that transforms. Oh no, the... that's Monster Girl. 
yeah monster girl when you see her transform that was super fluid i was yeah. like really impressed yeah. with how fluid that transformation was um so yeah i think it looks good i'm i'm excited to to see it me I too like, i like uh, i like anything that's not dc and marvel we see that all the time yeah. so i'm excited to see a different kind of superhero yeah i'm excited to because you know even though this is a pretty popular book a lot of people don't know about it uh mm -hmm. you know, if you're not into like image books or anything like that if you just you know read marvel and dc you don't or you just watch the movies you don't know about it <clears throat> so you have no idea how much potential this you know this could have so i'm excited about it yeah if you don't like the picture books <laughs> and speaking of dc hbo max has given a series order to green lantern the show that we knew was coming out we didn't have any details about it now we have a few well mainly just who the show is going to be about it's going to be about the adventures of different green lanterns including guy Gardner, jessica cruz simon baz alan scott and i feel like there was more that i didn't list i don't know but who cares about guy Gardner? i think guy Gardner is gonna be great in the show i feel like a show about guy Gardner could be great uh, oh man i'm just disappointed that Okay, Hal Jordan's not on the list. I knew that he wasn't probably going to be on the HBO Max show. I knew he wasn't going to. He's, they're trying to save him for a movie. Same with Jon Stewart. They're both big names. Uh, Kyle Rayner is somebody that gets left. I feel like he's not big enough of a name to be in a movie, which I, it's why I hate that he's not included on this list. Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz are the newest Green Lanterns, so that makes sense uh, yeah. for diversity. They're both different ethnicities uh alan scott is, and their names end in z's which is cool <laughs> alan scott is you know for the lbgtq demographic guy garner is a redhead so they got everything covered and <laughs> so he's a redhead so we're good <laughs> they got everything covered you know kyle rayner has like kind of an ambiguous ethnicity i think he's spanish and sometimes you know people think he's asian because he always does like the mechs and things like that with his ring I, he's my favorite Green Lantern, and I hate that he's. I hope maybe he'll be in a movie. I always loved his suit. He was my favorite as far yeah. as like his Green Lantern. Costume. I liked him because he was uh, an artist and a graphic designer, and he didn't really want to be Green Lantern. It just kind of happened with the big story of how Jordan became an evil, mm -hmm. and uh, he was just kind of there. All the Green Lantern Corps were getting murdered by Hal Jordan, and this was a guy that has no training or anything. and he's supposed to save everybody and yeah. i really i really like that's that. a parallax is that when he gets infected yeah. by the parallax yeah and then like in the third issue of his book his uh his girlfriend is like helping him train and stuff and the government sends his character major force to take out green lantern but in, you know he goes to their apartment green uh, kyle rayner's not there and so major force kills his girlfriend <laughs> and stuffs her body in the fridge and like leaves a message for uh, Kyle Rayner. It's like uh, left you a surprise in the fridge, and he opens up the fridge, and it's like her mangled body. You know, I remember being a kid and reading that, and just like, what? <laughs> what, what does is... Major Force look like? He's, He's a big guy, uh, yeah. purple and yellow. Kind of like you know, his whole body's covered uh, in a material, kind of like Captain Adams is. Oh, okay, never mind. <clears throat> there was an image character I think that had like a ponytail and like a flag thing for a face and like i don't remember i think he was an image character i think he wore like a yellow tank top and he had this like helmet that looked like like red and white stripes yeah. vertical you're, and then like mechanical looking eyes yeah you're talking about uh super patriot mm. uh he was a uh, savage dragon character uh, okay i that's think it. i think it's his name that's it. I just remember seeing a toy at Kmart, and that's why it flashed in my head just now. Um, yeah, I love Savage Dragon. Yeah, Super Patriot. He was, uh, yeah, an interesting character. Uh, what else we got? So that's cool. I, I wish that Kyle was there. I don't know. A new report. What? Go ahead. Well, maybe, and maybe they will do it in the movie. I hope that they'll do something because I, as I. Uh, I've already forgotten his name. The main, the guy that's always Green Lantern. What's his name? Hal Jordan. So I would love to see an older Hal Jordan, like kind of giving it up 
to Kyle yeah. Rayner like uh, Ant Man was. I would love. I, to yeah, I would like that. Or even the parallax thing would be cool, man. But you know, you also have to have him be Hal Jordan for a while for yeah. it to matter. Right. I don't know. I don't anyway. know. Anyway, uh, a new report from WB or from somebody that WB is <laughs> developing a film product project based on Vixen. Vixen's a cool character. She has an animal totem. She can connect to the, it's like this energy of the DC universe, the green, which is like this, mm. uh, you know, swamp thing connects to poison ivy is connected to it. Uh, and then there's also the red, which animal man, beast boy and Vixen can connect to that. And it's like animal spirits. So uh, she's a cool character. Uh, I don't know about a, but if it's a movie for HBO Max, uh, sure. I hope they get uh, Halle Berry to play her. Yeah, she should. It just wear exactly what she wore in Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just re- lighter skin it <laughs> digitally. It's like the same movie. <laughs> uh, well, one thing we have been wondering is when the you know all the DC shows we're going to start going over to HBO Max. Well, we finally got a date. Uh, Titans one and two, Young Justice season three is coming uh, to HBO Max November first, and the first season of Stargirl is going on HBO Max December first. So when they're all all of these shows are getting a new season, which is cool. Yeah, very cool. That's all I got, all I got <laughs> in the news in the news world. You got anything, man? Yeah. Any new any new figures or anything you got? Uh, let's see. I got some, I can't remember what they're called, but they're like the Japanese variants of Star Wars characters. Uh, yeah, yeah, those were cool. Those were a NYCC um, exclusive, right? Uh, the ones that I got, I don't know. It, it was a special from Bluefin Productions. They're the ones that make SH figure arts and stuff like that, I guess. They're one of the names on the box. I still don't know. Um, but anyway, I got two of the Dark Troopers, which look badass there's actually supposed to be here friday but i won't be here so yeah those are badass i had them delayed and then um let's see what else i don't know i'm waiting on my iron giant my miles morales and my which miles morales did you get they always ask you i forget (laughs) uh moffex made a uh into the spider-verse one that comes Mm. with like cloth uh like hoodie and shorts and stuff like that yeah because the one that the one that i've seen has him he looks way older though like i haven't even seen him look this old in the comic books right yeah it's the same company but it's like it'll look like the kid um so excited about that that's about it that'll make some awesome pictures yeah i still got to build these models (laughs) but which ones uh i still have uh i got a 30 minute missions from uh Xavier Cal and then uh that uh goof custom or whatever. All right. Uh yeah. That's it. That's it for trending topics, guys. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, Go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. Are you on the hunt for awesome collectibles or custom figures? Well, look no further than SaviorCalCustomsAndCollectibles.com. They have everything from Figma to Gunpla and great custom repaints and sculpts. They sent us a 30-minute mission model kit, and we loved it. Follow XavierCal underscore CC on Instagram or search them on Facebook for the latest sales and pre-order info. That's X-A-V-I-E-R-C-A-L customsandcollectibles.com. All right, with this section of the podcast, we are going to be doing a comic book review. 
Now, we decided to do a few spooky books spooky. because it's Halloween season. So I don't remember what the other... I know we're going to do Ice Cream Man yeah. in a few weeks. That one's good. I don't remember what I, what I sent for the <laughs> I don't one. remember. I don't know. We'll look it up. It'll be next week. Uh, <laughs> but this week, we decided to read Deceased. The first uh, miniseries written by Tom King. It, there's a new, there's a current one out right now called Deceased uh, Dead Planet, I think. Yeah. Which continues the story. I, I saw that there were a couple of spinoff books. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool. I've been reading that. It's good. I really liked this. So that's why I wanted, I wanted Tom to read it. Um, and it was kind of spooky. Oopie. So, um, Deceased is a six-issue miniseries by DC Comics. Came out in May of 2019. It's written by Tom Taylor. It had a, a few different artists. If we'll talk about this in a second, but did you notice the art changed in a few panels? Yeah. I usually don't. I usually don't like that. I didn't really mind it in this time, but it, I it, I only noticed it really heavily in one area. But I did, you know, like I in that tell. first issue. Um, I don't remember what issue it was, but when Constantine comes in, that's where I really noticed. Oh it. yeah, yeah, that one was. That's the one I didn't like. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, the story takes place on an alternate Earth where a corrupted version of version of the anti-life equation has infected most of Earth's inhabitants with a zombie-like virus. Lois Lane acts as the series narrator, and she details the events that unfold over a few weeks. Uh, first <laughs> thoughts, Simon. What did you think? I enjoyed it. I like that it kind of, well, uh, like I've said previous, uh, I love self-contained stories and it was that, uh, but it left a spinoff point. So, yeah. Um, but I enjoyed it and I thought it was kind of a cool way of doing zombies without doing zombies, if that makes sense. Yeah. They made it a very, they made it a point to say numerous times like hey they're not zombies hey they're not zombies hey yeah. they're not zombies like right. actually said that in the book but it's like ah, oh, we get it yeah but it's still a zombie book. yeah basically uh <laughs> and that they weren't trying to eat people or anything like that yeah. it wasn't like yeah but uh and it was an interesting way like it's almost a commentary on society <laughs> how yeah, you big how they caught it uh so and how fast it spread because it's through social media or not or just the internet in general right yeah uh, i thought it was great i like you said it's a, it was kind of a fresh take on the because the zombie thing is played out man. it's everywhere man you know they did Mar marvels did it first but this first came out people were like oh you know this is just marvel zombies which it's it's not but it is mm -hmm. you know like marvel zombies was a zombie book uh and this is just it's yeah, it's it's DC's version of a zombie book, but it's I feel like it's a fresh take, so that's why I, I enjoyed it. Um, and like you said, it does leave it open, and for me, not so much even like it could end like yeah. with them leaving, going to Earth too. That's it. Uh, spoiler alert from here on out. <laughs> but um, I feel like it's so big and it's so it's uh, since it goes over the whole world, it leaves it open to spinoffs because it only talks about a certain amount of characters. Yeah, a really small cast of characters, yeah. honestly. Which it, it leaves you open to like, hey, what's going on in Condoc with Black Adam? What's going on with all just all these other, you know, other places with other superheroes? Um, which is cool because it does have some spinoffs. A Good Day to Die, which we both read. Mm -hmm. um, Unkillables, which happens around the same time um I don't remember if it happens before the arcs take off or after, but it's around the same time that this first book goes on. Uh, Hope at World's End. And that deals with, that's why I brought up Conduct because that kind of deals with Black Adam, what he's doing okay. now that infects his area. Um, and the sequel's called Dead Planet. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I do like all these ones. I think you'll like Unkillables follows the story of Jason Todd. Yeah, from what yeah, I It's really cool. What I saw on the cover, it was, uh, is it like the Suicide Squad too, or is it just him? Kinda, there's a few of them. It's like about Deathstroke. Uh, it starts out, Deathstroke uh, is in the thick of, you know, just like a zombie attack and he gets killed. He gets overrun and he's getting ripped apart and it shows it through his eyes and he's, you know, it goes black. I heard that was uh, David Carradine's alter ego, Deathstroke. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next panel he wakes up because of his healing factor or whatever 
he can't be he has a healing factor and he can't be affected by the virus he's immune to the anti-life equation so he's one of the only people that can survive it and so it just follows his story kind of and then jason todd as well so it's it's pretty good that sounds cool yeah i hope it world's end is the only one i haven't finished i got through like the first two issues but i started reading dead point at the same time so it was hard for me to, to go back to the first story yeah uh one thing that i my fucking nose is killing me <laughs> <laughs> sorry if you guys are watching this and my nose is like on fire and one thing that i did like about this book so much it really pulled me in was that it's spoiler alert again if you are still listening stop yeah, if you haven't read it yeah this is a <laughs> review so we're going to talk about things that happen and it came out a year ago so you know you guys should have read it by now he batman doesn't make it yeah yeah i, I appreciate that, was... that very interesting so in, you know in a world yeah in a world that batman is king he doesn't he doesn't make it so obviously with prep time <laughs> yeah it's no. not always true no and it was a cool thing too because yeah you know he gets killed by dick grace and tim drake uh he's he's smart he slows it down with a mr i thought all that was cool i thought it was great um but then you know, he just, he has a plan for it, but he doesn't want to, like, Diana or Wonder Woman says later on, like, yeah, he has a plan to take down all of his enemies, but he doesn't use lethal force. Like, that's one of the things that everybody likes about him. So he, you know, he has a plan, but at this situation, his plan doesn't fucking matter, because he, he couldn't even, like, obviously Dick Grayson and Tim Drake were monsters. Yeah. But he was trying to, like, subdue them like they were still his friends. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And then Alfred had to put him down. Which to me, that was the only thing he had this prep time. He was slowing it down and he just left Alfred there with a shotgun. But like, I understand that Batman is a zombie, not a zombie, but I mean, like he probably retained some of his fighting ability. That's why yeah. Tim Drake. Well, if like and Superman and all them could still fight and fly and use their powers, then couldn't Batman just somersault over Alfred? <laughs> well, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I've feel like batman should have had something that like once he started changing it would have just killed him or something yeah, so alfred like didn't have to would have, like instantly freeze him or something yeah so alfred didn't have to put a double barrel in his chest yeah uh i, I like it I, I don't know why dc always puts such an emphasis on lois lane like she's always the savior she's always the the key like whatever she he, superman was like hey i'll take you to smallville it's safer there we're out in the middle of nowhere she's like no i need to be here i need to you're just like yeah i'm the only one that knows how to work this radio like a radio (laughs) sure (laughs) all of these other people can figure that out and the superman part of the story i thought was was what really pulled at my heartstrings Mm -hmm. because uh it showed superman's not dumb like people think he is superman's actually really smart so like within seconds of seeing the virus attack people, he knew that, oh, I should just start looking 100% with x-ray vision. Yeah. So it didn't affect him. And he, throughout the entire series, he's desperately trying to save everybody. And you see it, like every other panel is him flying around back and forth, either smashing, you know, wannabe zombies or saving somebody. Yeah, like he's like, well, you know, I guess I'll just kill. He just starts doing bombing runs as he's flying <laughs> too. He's like, I can't save those people. So yeah, and uh, Green Arrow, which I really liked Green Arrow. I really like Green Arrow when he's in other people's books because he's like the, you know, comic relief kind of. Yeah, same. They're like, hey man, you should you should not go back out there because if you get infected, like we're all screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh. Not to mention, we did Green Lantern. That was a insane. Like that was one of the biggest deaths, and I was like, "Eesh, that sucks." <laughs> they were out camping, and they're like, "I, I like the fact that no one knows what's happening." Right. You know? So it just happens, and they have to figure out what ha- they have to kill. These two characters, Black Canary and Green Arrow, have to kill Green Lantern, one of yeah. the biggest and most powerful superheroes. I thought it was a little too convenient that it immediately flies to Dinah, though. That was the only yeah. thing. Like I did, I thought that was cool, but I, you know, it's like okay, yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. she's maybe the only one worthy. Yeah, maybe it's because most people were dead already. That's a good point. But it's a whole maybe. sector, so it could have flown yeah. to any planet. Right? Superman. That would have been that would have been really. That's true. Cool. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I th- I thought it was cool, man. 
Mm-hmm. The, the interaction where Martian Manhunter messes him up. That sucks. But he's one of those characters that, like, if he gets it, it sucks. It's also, like, kind of crazy because you forget about it. The, the interesting thing about this book, because it has such a small cast, like, they'll just bring in characters where they need them which I thought was yeah. interesting. Like no one's thinking about Martian Manhunter because it's like whatever. And then the, there he is. Yeah. And it goes to the point point that you were talking about, like the powers that convenience thing, like he was a, a zombie-ish character or he was, you know, concerned by the equation, but yet he knew to be there invisible to strike at the right time, and, like distract everybody and then go after the flash. Yeah, like it just made them like think either they were growing more calculated or, well, and uh, it, it does it says that a lot in the narrative. I mean, yeah, uh, that it's a you know an equation, so it does the math to know exactly what it needs to do. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Because you're right. Because whatever the uh, Green Lantern Corps show up at the end, super it's, it makes reference of like Superman just is floating there he's not acting or anything and they're like what is he doing yeah he and knows he like, can't win he's figuring out his odds yeah. <laughs> or like could he kill us all or and then he figures out the next best thing is to just take out the sun and kill everybody well yeah which is interesting because like i guess that just depends on what story you're reading apparently <laughs> Yeah. Superman, like in Superman All-Star, he'll die if he gets too much, but in this, yeah. he can soak it all up. So, yeah. I don't know. What didn't you like about, about the book? What cons do you have? Um, the Almost the same thing that I did like about it. Like, I liked that it started out of nowhere, but it was weird that, like, Darkseid's like, I need death, and then he just has him, and then he just takes that part of the equation. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't, as someone who doesn't read a lot of DC... I didn't understand that interaction. Yeah. Um, but I do like, I mean, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed the book. The, I didn't like some of the illustration changes like we had talked yeah. about. Um, with, And I don't remember what issue it is, but when Constantine comes in, it's like one panel, it's kind of like it has been. And then one panel, it's like real weird to me. So that was in the spinoff, uh, A Good Day to Die. Because mm, Constantine okay. was only in that. I see. But... The only one that I noticed in <clears throat> the main book was in the first issue where they're, they start telling the dark side story. The art changes. It's like a different artist for that. I, I did like how dark side looked when he became like that anti-equation. Yeah. Like his face was really cool yeah. looking to me. Yeah. Um, and then he just blows up the whole planet. Yeah. Man, that's insane. I, which to me, it seems like counteractive. Yeah. You know. And then... Um, at the end of the book, like the way that ends with Cyborg and Wonder Woman is kind of, I don't know how I feel about it. It wasn't bad. Well, like, okay, so let's explain it to what we're talking about. Because if you're listening to this now, you, you still listen to it. So you're talking about uh, he gets the last of the truth around her and then he's like... Yeah, he's talking to her and she says... You this know, is the first time you hear him speak of the whole series. Right. He asks if there's a cure. She says it is. It's inside of you. He has decided to stay on Earth because it originated. He thought that, yeah. Yes. He thought that he was the problem. Right. And uh, then right when he's like, oh, I have to reach the arc, she like pulls his head off. Yeah. So. that A lot of a lot of this stuff gets answered in the in the sequel. Yeah. Kind of. Not really. Not, yeah. not really at all. So, not really at all. <laughs> I don't know. And I did. Th- I mean, I don't know. Uh, there wasn't a. Other than just like because it's six issues, it was really short, so there was a lot of that convenient stuff in there. Yeah, it starts off to me really strong. Like I like it gets there. Batman like has this contingency, and then that kind of goes haywire, and then it goes really fast from there. Like there's a lot of shit happening, yeah. and all of a sudden, I did the like the world. Wonder Woman. I like the Wonder Woman theory of like, hey, you know kryptonite and magic are his weaknesses so like hey let's just put those two together yeah yeah that was cool <laughs> which, I thought, which i thought was cool because no one ever even though it seems obvious no one's ever really done it yeah and i did like that it's you know like you said everyone is smart like yeah diana it's is not smart. just batman and uh yeah so he was outclassed by other people in this book yeah 
And like the fight between <laughs> Superman and Wonder Woman went exactly how I would imagine it, it went. Mm-hmm. Like just a rage-filled Superman. Wonder Woman is, is a good fighter, but they're used to fighting Superman that holds back. Right. And so she chops off his arm, but he instantly punches right through his <laughs> stomach. So it's like, I, what did you expect? What's going to happen? This is like Superman, like, he's not there anymore. This right. is all of his powers and his strength. And the only thing he wants to do is kill everything. And it, what, so why would you go for the head first? So in the spinoff, like you had said, A Good Day to Die, and in this one, nobody has any mouth covering like it's obvious that it can it can get in their body through blood which i've always had a problem with this in zombie shows too everybody's hitting them with bats and blood splattering everywhere no one's closing their eyes yeah nobody's closing their eyes or wearing a face mask yeah and you know (laughs) he like just stops in front of flash like okay he's just gonna splatter that that was that was cool i thought it was cool and and i thought it was cool how he got infected from flash But I was like, come on, man. You could have done something. You could have lasered his ass. Could have lasered him. If you knew where it was going to be, just stop a few miles ahead and laser his head off. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, it's the plot has yeah. to go on. But, you know. And that's another reason why Superman's story was the one that pulled them the heartstrings. Um, because you know, he, he doesn't even want to kill Flash. Just like he didn't kill his dad. Because he's like... If this is a virus, the, the virus means there's a cure. So he's like, I'm not going to Paul Kent. Just, just stay here. We'll figure out something else. He didn't want to kill Flash. He's even right before he does it, he asked Cyborg. He's like, Cyborg, is Flash dead? And he's like, yes, he's dead. And he's like, do you promise? Yeah. <laughs> like he, he doesn't let it go because he doesn't want to kill Flash. And then he, he knows, he says it. I like that they reference that, that Superman's not as fast as Flash because that's yeah. a stupid argument on the internet. But he's like, nope, I'll just catch him. And they collide. Flash goes into a million pieces. Yeah, two but, fingers. He got two but, in the pink. But he got fingered by Flash. So, <laughs> and then Imagine. his whole that whole that whole interaction was just sad, man. He goes and talks to his family. Talks to his. Uh, he has the ability to slow it down that much. And yeah, then he, he has uh, Wally. Is it Wally? Yeah. Bring him into the Speed Force so he can talk yeah. to him really fast. Yeah. And then he flies off, but he doesn't make it. <laughs> just like, and it says, and Lois even says in the narration, like, if he didn't stop to talk to us, that he probably would have succeeded in this. But at the same yeah. time, he also could have been like, "Hey, can you just chop my head off?" You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Or stop my heart. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, that's what was I gonna say? I did think that's another interesting thing that this Superman can't breathe in space. Yeah. Or he can't, you know, I always find that interesting. One one other thing that Sometimes I Sometimes he can't, though. Like in the animated yeah. series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I say. They never really have rules set up. Um, or he can hold his breath forever or whatever. Yeah, you know? that's what it is. What I do like about... I, I was just thinking about this. Uh, I saw somebody post something recently about Superman, like the way artists draw him. And I really love just normal ass looking Superman. <clears throat> that is my favorite Superman. Cause he's just a dude. He's yeah. just really strong. He's not strong because he's strong, like physically strong. He's strong yeah. because of the sun. Uh, and I think that's cool. Yeah. This one was kind of like, not, I don't want to say gangly, but kind of like uh, Christopher Reeves, Superman, mm-hmm. like, the thing that I always say about Superman is that you have to be able to pull off Clark Kent. I know this doesn't pertain to comics, but like, think about that's what I always thought was weird about the animated series Superman. It's like, yeah, he was Clark Kent, but he was a big ass dude. Man. Yeah, it's a big square like, shoulder guy. He was the biggest reporter ever. <laughs> so, like, who's going to believe that guy is a bumbling nerd? Yeah. He just happens to be as big and like has a square jaw and everything that Superman has, and people are like, ah, co- co- you know, coincidence. Didn't they show that? I think that I think I saw a drawing of the original, like how Superman slumped his shoulders and stuff. Yeah, I posted that one time, but it was a Frank quietly. That's it. Uh, he drew it, and it was like Spider-Man or Superman hunched over. Mm. But like, you don't really see it in the animated series or anything no. like that. You usually see like big ass. He's just a square jaw linebacker with glasses yeah 
that i don't know i appreciated that um yeah i liked it it was a fresh take what did you think of the spinoff a good day to die now see this had like i like this so much because it had all of my favorite dc characters in it oh i liked it because I know that you like Mr. Miracle, right? These are okay. So these are I like it so much because these are pretty much all my favorite DC characters. Yeah, Mr. Miracle is one of my favorite superheroes. Mr. Terrific, Blue Beetle, Ted, uh, Booster Gold. These are legitimately four of my favorite DC characters. Yeah, I was as I was reading it, I started to, and I've never been a. I don't. I mean, I read comic books, right? So I, yeah. I read a lot of Spider Man. I like a lot of Ellen Moore stuff. I like Batman. But I don't get like deep cuts, you know, yeah. so to speak. <clears throat> but reading, you know, these with Mr. Terrific, which I've seen him in animated series, but I haven't seen yeah. him much in comics. And like the original Blue Beetle. And like you said, oh, I was just like, man, I kind of loved it. Like I wanted to read more of those characters because they were so classic. Yeah. I guess you could see like their costumes are kind of cheesy. That's why I like them. Yeah. <laughs> and what he's like what did he say my tea mask saved me or something i was like yeah i don't even know what that means but that's funny you know whatever and and he's like hey did you know mr terrific is one of the smartest people in the dc universe uh like top three and so he's like hey did you know that was gonna happen and he's like no No, it's just (laughs) lucky lucky. (laughs) yeah yeah and then i love constantine i I don't really like constantine as a character yeah Uh, he gets kind of i just think he's like kind of overrated Mm-hmm. it's kind of annoying but it, that's just my take on it he's just not my kind of character no i agree uh, yeah. but i did appreciate him making fun of like mr terrific and all of those other like he fit in this story really well mm-hmm. because you you wondering like what is where are all the magic characters at in this like that's what i was thinking when i was reading this so i was like where all the ma- where's dr fate yeah <laughs> where is that guy at these guys don't use cell phones. How come they're not zapping all these things, you know, out of the sky? That was the fate, man. But it was kind of weird that, I mean, I understand the connection, I guess, if it has anything to do with Young Justice, but I thought it was kind of funny. Dr. Fate comes out and Zatanna's just with him. Like, she's not doing anything else. She's just hanging out with him. She's, yeah, she's always with that dude. Um, is that her father, That like the proxy? Is that her father or is that just a uh, cartoon? This time, I don't know. It, it has been in the... Uh, comics but i don't i don't know if it is currently or mm. if that version is i see who was it that punched him i'd say i'm i'm starting Constantine to punched okay punched <laughs> it's like dr. It's a, fate. you couldn't hurt me also it's a metal helmet dude yeah <laughs> like, dr fate was like, dr fate was like the helm of fate or whatever can't you know take any kind of damage and then Zatanna's like hey it's also metal you probably should have you know realized that <laughs> yeah before you punched him <laughs> yeah um Overall, man, I got to say, like, I don't have a lot of complaints about it. I, I also like just on the funny side of thing when they're saying like, you know, Batman gives a suitcase to Damien uh, that has like a new bat costume in it for him and all these contingency plans for the, the main guys. But Green Arrow's yeah. like, you, you don't have one on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like. Uh, man, your dad has a. So you're telling me that your dad has a plan to take out all the big superheroes? He's like, yeah, he doesn't ha- have one for you. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's all disappointed. But then later, like the callback is um, Aquaman, Aquaman, who had been infected way early on, comes up yeah. with the Kraken and he's at Themyscira uh-huh. and, he, <laughs> and he just pops him in the head with right an arrow the head from, yeah he's like i I, kill, I killed aquaman from miles away in the middle of a raging storm he's like fuck you batman yeah with an <laughs> arrow much. yeah i love that one that was good yeah that was good because that's why i like green arrow in uh in the injustice comic series green arrow is one of my favorite characters because he's kind of the same way he's just kind of like i like that it's because him and batman are based or he's either copying batman or batman's copying him depending on who you ask like he has an aeroplane, he has an arrow <laughs> cave, he has all this <laughs> weird stuff, arrow themed. And uh, I just like that he is like the silly version of Batman. Yeah, and he you also know, pops Green Lantern in the face with a boxing glove arrow, yeah. which is just... He's like, like, the next time, the next time it's not going to be a boxing glove. It's like, what in I the know. world? I think so that was interesting, if you really think about it, that a lot of the major heroes didn't make it. So you have like yeah. Green Arrow... I guess Green Lantern now, Dinah. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Girl. Who else? 
She survived. Uh, you got Superboy, which will be Superboy, Superboy, Damian. Superboy, Damien. Um, uh, Wally. Black Demi- Lightning, Wally. Uh, Constantine's obviously still up. I, th- I thought it was so cool that they put Ra- Wave Rider in there. Like, you're talking about deep cuts. Like, that's a character from, like, 1999. He's, like, so 90s, all gold, flame hair. Oh, they're yeah. going in the, in the spinoff, they're like, hey, we're going to use a time machine. And then this character from, this obscure character from the 90s, also, he's like, hey, you're under arrest. He's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, I honestly did not know who that was. That's uh, yeah. okay. He's like a 90s character, man. It's just so, so 90s. Mm-hmm. Um who else survived? I think that's really it. Well, Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn are alive, but they just stay, they stay on Earth mm-hmm. with their safe haven with the green or whatever. Um, I was, uh, oh, I was going to say, I, the covers, I don't know covers are covers, but the covers are really misleading to me. Dude, I was going to say that too. One cover had Sergeant Rock on there. That's what I thought. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then he's, ne- he's never there. It's never Batman there. was on Batman was on just about every cover. Yeah. Even though he dies in the first issue. Yeah. It's like, what? Batman, the Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are fighting zombies or something like issue five or something like that. It's so misleading, especially the Sergeant Rock one. It's like, what? I, and I've really thought it would have been cool to bring him in. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But I don't know. It would be cool. I don't know I why. Don't, I, don't I don't know shit about that character anymore yeah. other than Jeremy dressing up as him. Yeah, he was in DC's uh, uh, the new metal series, mm. like Limp Bizkit, and uh, I don't know what it is. It's, I can't know what I don't know what it's called, but their current DC metal series. Mm. But he's just like a skeleton, or he's just like a head, which is funny. Mm. Um, I, I really like this book. I can't talk about it t- enough. I, I've been trying to get you to read it for a while. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um. One thing that I can say that I didn't like was that they they're going to Earth Two, but like, how did they know? They didn't explain how they knew about Earth Two, or they didn't explain like their calculations for any of that. And that that's I must nitpicking. Have, I must have misread that because I thought she was saying we're leaving our planet Earth Two. I thought they were saying that we're leaving our planet for Earth Two. Like, cause they, if this is an alternate universe. They don't. They're not acknowledging the multiverse. Mm. Their Earth is Earth to them. Uh, you know I what I mean? Yeah. And so this is going to be their new Earth. I see. Um, mm. I thought it was weird that the Green Lanterns just show up at the end. Yeah. And they're like, hey, they. I love how like disconnected they are to everything. They're like, hey, we're shutting Earth down. Yeah. <laughs> like we're gonna just... we're gonna quarantine that and. That's just it. Sorry. And Guy Gardner doesn't give a shit about anybody. He's yeah. cracking jokes. I cracking love Guy jokes. Gardner. Coming in with a bowl cut, cracking jokes. Such a, such a bad character, but he's so good. I don't understand why he was ever made Green Lantern. I need to go back and read that because Earth has the most Green Lanterns Yeah, like, from one planet. Yeah, they keep them. Like someone will die or something or something. And someone will get, like Kyle Rayner, will get the Green Lantern ring. But then he's like, yeah, well, we'll make him one. And Hal Jordan comes back. Let's make him one, too. They explain it somehow. Someone could probably explain it better than I could. That Earth is has some sort of you know lan- connection to the lantern, Green Lantern spirit or something like that. Did they I, talk I about know. that in that Sandman? There's one Maybe. Sandman where Earth falls in love. Or- Someone, his girlfriend falls in love with Oa. Yeah, the manifestation probably. of Oa. Yeah, hmm. I can I can see that. And so, what do you think about the art? Like the general art, we, you know, it switches a few times. Honestly, I was about to say that DC has a different kind of drawing style to me. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like all their books, everyone that I've read, other than like the Capullo Batman books, kind of look the same to me. Yeah. And they don't look as refined to me as Marvel. They look more old school, which I do like on one hand. Yeah. But I think like the colors are brighter. Like it's a little more mm, silver. It had a, this book had a grittier look to it for sure. Like the line work and everything seemed, but I feel like it worked for me. It worked with the story because it was kind of like a, a 
gritty environment. Well, I think in some areas it is, and in some yeah. areas it is more like even the first interaction with Darkseid and and uh, um, what's his name? I forgot. Cyborg or Cyborg. Thank you. Gosh, yeah. Um, like some frames are really cool. I like the way that they drew. As I said, I like the way that they drew Darkseid once he was infected. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and even some before, but some of the, I didn't really like the way they drew Cyborg. Um, yeah. He looked kind of strange compared. It just, there's a big dichotomy there for me. But yeah, yeah. Um, overall, I liked it. Like it wasn't like, ugh, God. Yeah. yeah. It was enjoyable. What was your favorite death? That's a random question I, I just thought about. I honestly, I kind of liked, um, I'm trying to think of any random ones that just hit me. I, I'm going to say the flash just because it was kind of cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought it, I can't really remember any that really impacted me though. Batman's was cool. As you said, Batman's was cool, but I really liked that. Barry Allen was just fucking obliterated, you know, but the coolest, the, the funniest one to me before, before I, I didn't mean to cut you off. But it was Giganta. It was a character, oh, yeah. Giganta. She shows up and she's like messing everything up. Wonder Woman's about to kill her. Superman's like, no, there's a virus. You know, it's a virus again. Right. We can find a cure. And then Cyborg shows up, which I thought was weird. He just shows back up normal because he was all distressed and everything when he first came back to Earth. Yeah. And now he's normal and then just completely blows a giant <laughs> hole in her head. <laughs> and I, I forgot about like, that one. Yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Because it like rips out his tug and they do explain that his tug comes back. Like Lois yeah. while she's narrating the suit or his body repairs it or whatever. But I just when he first comes back, he's still like so distraught. You think he's either zombified like everybody else or whatever, but no, nope, he's back to normal. He freaking explodes her head, which is like <laughs> yeah, that's the Jesus frame. Christ. Yeah, it's just her him standing there, Mega Man style with a hole in her head. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was good. And probably uh, Batman's death. Yeah, I did appreciate. Uh, I appreciated the flashes, like their reasoning for not wanting to get out, though. And it's kind of yeah, sad like they were it, just they were just locked up in their house. Like, hey, man, we're we're smart too. <laughs> we know, yeah. yeah, we know that the whole world would be ended if both of us got it. Yeah, I. Uh, and it's sad that he had to die because they were like, no, you have to come with us. It's like, well, yeah. fuck. <laughs> okay. A cool thing that happens in Unkillables is Jason Todd goes to the Batcave first and uh, he buries he buries all of them. Dick Grayson and Batman and all of them. So it's really cool to see him interact with all those. It's supposed to be his family, but you would imagine him being one of the last survivors. Yeah. He buries the dick, huh? yeah so that one's cool i think you'd like uh, unkillables we'll have to read that undickables i will read it okay uh yeah <laughs> so that's well, i think we reviewed it kind of all like i want to come up with a review system where we talk about maybe plot which we do we talk about the book and then we talk about art i kind of like the way we go i don't I like I, the way we do it too yeah i don't know if you have a complaint send it to <laughs> keep it to yourself yeah 1-800-KISS-MY-ASS no uh if you would like to hear more in-depth, uh, you know, review, talk to us on our Instagram or something like yeah. that. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah, we will. Sorry, I got um, distracted. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, this is just before we... Actually, let's review this. Uh, or let's rate this. Um, I'm going to give this one... On the Wednesday poll list, comic book grading chart, I'm going to give this one uh, an E5. Ooh, yeah. I don't really have any complaints about it. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I'll, uh, on the same vein, because it's exactly the same, in my opinion, <laughs> I'm going to give it a G4, perfectly toasted. Yep. Yeah. So I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I and really it's fun i like self-contained stories six uh, issues yeah yeah and it uh has all our favorite characters in it and the big ones don't survive like you think they would so it's kind of interesting which i really i like that you know yeah. because it, it gives a 
The problem with DC is that they can never really, and this is comic books in general. I think Marvel has the same problem. They can never really have legacy characters. Like as soon as they switch things up, people complain about it. So they, there's no effective way to do this. Sure. This in a self-contained story actually allows legacy characters like Damien and, and John and even uh, you know Wonder Girl to take over and it'd be an appropriate setting for them to take over rather than just like, when Superman got old, it's you know it's not like that yeah what other what what's that marvel story it's like is it punisher kills the marvel universe i can't remember which i also enjoyed where they have like, punisher kills the marvel universe or what's the other one is it deadpool kills the marvel universe i don't know or, if i ever read the deadpool one they, they do have a deadpool one i think the punisher, they also marvel zombies well that the that one I like the. I think it's the Punisher one. Punisher kills the Marvel universe. I really mm-hmm. enjoy because you see that. characters like, you know, Peter Parker, Spider Man, and they're like, fucking bad guys, you know. And yeah. it's just cool to see all these good guys get killed by this kind of anti-hero. Um, yeah, yeah. Like he kills Wolverine and stuff like that. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me of that. Like, you see the underdog heroes kind of rise to the top. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It was good. Um, that's all we got for our review on Deceased. There is a book that we got sent from... Uh, so a few weeks ago, we reviewed Axeman by a guy named Ryan Little. He has a new book coming out, or just came out, I think yesterday, on Kickstarter. I'll link it in our show notes. I have not read it yet. We, he just sent it to us yesterday. I think I'm going to read it and maybe talk about it on Twitter. But I suggest that you go... It's called Super Scouts. And if you know anything about Simon and I, we both love Super Sentai... A common writer, all kinds of things like that. Yeah. And so when he sent this to me, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in 100%. Uh, he sent us the first three issues. Right now, it is, um, they're looking for 1500 on Kickstarter. They're at 1359 I'm going to throw a few bucks on there. Yeah. And it's not much. 1500 is not much. Yeah. Everybody's- so check it out. They have a, a trailer for it. It looks good. It's about, um, it's from what I gathered so far. It's as if Power Rangers in this universe is just a show, right? Uh, and then uh, 20 years later, think about like all the guys that played in Power Rangers back then, like Tommy and and all those guys now, they just kind of do the con circuit and still mm-hmm. ride on that fame. They're kind of overweight. <laughs> just They are still riding on that Power Ranger fame. Same thing. But then this intergalactic evil connected to this story really comes to earth. And come to find out that the producer of the show is just using stories from his home world. He is an alien using stories from his home world, made a show, made, became rich on Earth. Definitely go back it. I'm excited to read it. Uh, like, mm-hmm. I'll probably read it tomorrow and we'll talk about it online. Maybe, maybe we can talk know. about it this weekend. Yeah, we will talk about it this weekend. Um, I can talk about it this weekend. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll stop in That's... Ikea and we'll just have a... <laughs> <laughs> we'll set up like a little office there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, that's all we got for the show this week, guys. We are circling the drain. Uh, We'll see you next time. Later.